Help support our coverage with a free account on Privacy, the service that keeps you protected when shopping online. Get $5 to try it now by using promo code QZZ2J. And with Blueberry, the community that gives creators the power to make money, get detailed audience measurements, and host their audio and video. Get a 30-day free trial by using promo code BLUEBERRY004. But All right. Well, we have our next guest here. Hello. Hello, hello. How Welcome. are you doing today? Fantastic. Good. And it's the end of the show. We're almost there. It's been there. intense. It, yeah. 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 I, I, was, I was saying earlier, I have made it uh, about 100 feet that way. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have been pretty tied down. So uh, go ahead and introduce yourself for us. Sure. I'm uh, Jim Harris. I write business books on disruptive innovation and speak at conferences all around the world. And also, I uh, come to CES every year. In fact, I was coming to it before it was CES when it was Comdex. Yeah. Oh, wow. So I've been coming for 31 years, wow. and I've seen a lot of tech over the years. Um, and then I do some social. So okay. on Twitter in 2017, my account, Jim Harris, was the most influential personal account at CES out of the 175,000 attendees. Oh, wow. So this year That's I'm only in the top 20. So, Scott, I'm <laughs> slacking because I'm talking to you and Chris here, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Top 20 is still impressive out of 175. Right. I think we're okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so tell us about what like a normal day might be for you. <laughs> well, uh, it varies by day, but uh, I come before the show even starts. There's a day and a half of mm -hmm. media days uh -huh. of press conferences Sunday and so on. Sunday and Monday. Yep. And I attend those. And one of the coolest things I saw was from Intel. So are uh, you a football fan? I'm not. You're not? Chris? I watched some football. Okay, so imagine Intel putting 10 cameras around a stadium at all different levels. All right. And filming the uh, plays in really high definition, sure. like 4 or 8K. And then sending all that data up to the cloud and building a 3D model, live model, yep. of that last play. Yeah. So that you can say, I want to see what the play would have looked like if the camera had been in the QB's yeah. helmet and show from his perspective how the line broke and, and where the wow. running back broke through the sure. line. Or you could say, I want to be standing on the touchdown line and looking as the hole opens, the, you know, the yeah. fullback comes through and runs all the way. Or in basketball, you could say, I want the camera to be three feet above the basket and watch the guy do the layup. Yeah. And it's really, it's like turning live professional sports into 3D, but not with 3D characters, with the mm -hmm. actual players. There, there are two things that popped into my head as you were wow. saying that. Number one, uh, Matrix. Yeah. The, the yeah. movie The Matrix. The, yeah, yeah. the fact that if there is a call wow. that's been penalty flagged, something like that, they can literally rotate the view of the stadium and see it from all angles. During basketball, they can see if that person's hand hit the other person's hand as they were taking a shot by rotating it like that. In addition to that, for capturing gameplay to turn into video games, you would have oh, immediate yeah. rendering to be able to do that. You and would no longer have to model everything. You would be able to catch those fluid movements, you'd be everything able, else. You'd be able to run all of those, those uh, 3D animations yeah. of sorts through uh, through uh, AI algorithms and be able to actually model the motions of each player yep. for 
EA or whoever for the next Precisely. version of of, yeah. of Madden Some, or whatever. Yeah, sure. if somebody's wow. got a if but somebody somebody's got a certain way they throw a curveball, it will be captured all the time, every time, and be able to, do, to be replicated without having to do. You know, yeah, green with, suits and yeah, without yeah. having to have them physically awesome. in the studio. Yeah, so this That's is awesome. going to be available. Intel now this takes a lot of compute power, which yeah. is why Intel's doing it, right? Because yeah. they're going to sell more Intel chips, sure. right? But imagine the enhancement of being able to look at. Okay, we have a pause. It's uh, you know we're going to commercial. And in the Super Bowl, now I can come out on my smartphone and re-watch that play from three different angles that don't exist. Right, right. Yeah. That don't exist. (laughs) And that's the key. Yeah. There was no camera there. It did not exist. And yet, I can watch it from that, from a a theoretical stick cam in the middle of the field. Yeah. Is that not fascinating? And, and, you know, back in the day, uh, what was it? The XFL. The XFL had the original helmet cam. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and I've said for years, like, how long till we have a football cam? How long till we have a camera actively in the football to be able to trace the path oh, of the football? Yeah. You know, see see what happens in that right from the football's point of view. Well, um, well now we have it. We we, <laughs> we can do. get there. We can get there yeah. now. But this would be your football cam. Yeah. There you go. Well, yeah. Without having to put something like a camera in something as volatile as a football. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Where that's going to change the... And then the, the QBs have to, like, how does this change the aerodynamic exactly, flight exactly. of my the, throw? The weight of it, does it wobble? Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, so wow. that was one cool thing. Another nice. cool thing is, um, I don't know, uh, I drive a lot, and one of the worst times to drive is either at sunrise or sundown yep. when you're driving into the sun. Uh, because you put your sun visor down as far as it'll go, you're it now obscuring your vision for the road. A- and it still doesn't cover it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bosch has invented a transparent sun visor that only goes black where the sun will go in your eyes. So Sweet. you get to see 90%. What? Is that not totally cool? You get to see 90% of the blocked area. And as you, it has a camera, it looks at your eyes, it looks at the sun, and only blocks the sun here. Wow. So that you can see 90% more than a traditional visor, and you never get the sun in your eyes. I tried it. It's amazing. <laughs> like, you think... It's great. Isn't that great? But like, Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and you know, if, if you had pitched that, even here, five years ago, somebody would have laughed at you. Of you know, course. Yeah. That's but, the... But no, that's but, not going to happen. But with the advancements in photovoltaic films, yeah. things like that, yeah. all that kind of stuff, especially the the flat screen technology that we have now, the fact that we're going to be able to be literal—I mean, just right down the road here, I I see it all the time now. You see the dual sided screens where mm-hmm. you can see straight through it, yeah. and there's different content on each side of the screen. Yeah. So to start seeing things like true heads up displays in our cars. Stuff like that where yeah. it will be actively showing you the distance between you and the car yeah. in front of you. I mean, you know. I see all of a couple years down the road. Yeah. I mean, Johnson Controls has the glass thermostat yeah. that's already a, a transparent display mm-hmm. in your home, you know, yeah. making that a little more well, sturdy for, they, <laughs> for got, a car or something. They've got the smart mirrors now, yeah. everything else, you know, I, where it's I've, giving you the I've news one behind those. the mirror. 
I, I kind of want one after seeing them in action, man. It's like, I, okay, that's kind of yeah, cool. Yeah, you, you want a lot of stuff after yeah. being here at CES. It's like, my wife's going to oh hate Oh, my God. Me. My, and where do I get it, honey? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Well, it's, don't it's, worry, it's, baby. It's, it's in beta yeah. right now. Yeah, Good don't luck. worry. And that's, don't that's worry. Life, I can't get right? it for another six months. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the life of, of being a, a journalist at CES. You walk around, you're like, oh, well, that's really cool. It's mm. a little stick with a projector and it creates a touchscreen display on the table when's it available uh, well we're looking for partners to bring it to market it's like oh, no yeah, that is so cool i like, would like it yesterday because i want to replace both of those screens with them so imagine <laughs> right? a little stand that i put my um smartphone in and it projects down a full-size keyboard and now i'm just typing on the table here yeah and the AI from my phone is saying, okay, Jim is saying, oh. this is a really interesting interview I want uh, you know, that I'm having on the TPN.tv. Right. Boom. Yeah. Um, so, like, all I, this stuff is possible one. now. Yeah, it's here. Because of the technology. It's here. Yeah. It's wild. Augmented reality, everything. Yeah. So, I want to talk about one more thing. Yes, sure. uh, I'm happy to talk about many more things. But, Absolutely. Um, this next one is y- you've heard of Android, which is the operating system mm-hmm, for uh, both uh, computers, tablets, as well as smartphones. That it has 85% of the global market share. Yep. It's a 30 megabyte program. But one of the developers who's here, and we're at the Sands right now, and mm-hmm. below us is Eureka Park, which is all these tiny little startup companies yeah. doing really weird Mad and fun and yeah things yeah. one super bright programmer has shrunk that 30 megabyte uh, program down to just 30k which is a thousand times smaller which what? means it can be put in m- tiny earbuds in your ear and then you can using your app on your phone download apps into your earbud and have your earbud running apps for you so you could say okay tpn could develop an app right and and it goes in your earbud and you just say out loud i want to listen to tpn you don't even have your smartphone with you but your earbud has voice recognition it downloads the podcast that our podcast right now that's the only that's the first one anybody would want to listen to sure makes sense and uh, boom it's playing in your ear and you're on the subway. Wow. You know, it's 5G enabled. You're on a, a streetcar or, you know, a bus moving through Vegas when we have 5G here, listening yep. to our podcast without a smartphone on your tiny little earbuds wow. in your ear. And that's uh, so we've seen over the last couple of years, and I know you've encountered them, right? The, the full cup earphones, you know, maybe with a screen or whatever, and they've got Android built in, and you can install Android apps to them. But this. Whole new world. This is not that at all. This is no. two leaps past that. So the company, I haven't actually seen it. It's called Micro EJ. I'm what's called a social influencer when I come here. Sure. sure. So, because like 280,000 people follow me on Twitter. Okay. So if anybody who's listening wants to follow me, it's just at Jim Harris on Twitter. It's easy so to it's, find. Yeah. J-I-M-H-A-R-R-I-S. So, um... I have this thing where I'll go out to other influencers, like uh, I know everyone, like we all know each other, and and just do a little video of them. So like, what was the best of the show for you? And this came from one of my colleagues, uh, Jean-Baptiste, who said, this thing blows me away. 
Now, I hadn't come across Micro-EJ, but because he was raving about it, uh, this is totally cool. Just the fact that they were able to rewrite that to a thousand times smaller. To a thousand times smaller. A tenth of a percent. That is crazy. That's wild. And I mean, the applications go so far being working in broadcast and stuff like that. I could see in-ear communication. Yeah. You know, like... I, it, it, I was thinking... You don't clear. have to wear this huge headbutt anymore. Well, you can just we, I was thinking right we, we wear yeah. this huge headbutt to block out the sound on the show floor. That's sure, 95% sure. of what so. these are for. <laughs> yeah. But they're, they're the ones that ESPN uses, and mm-hmm. I figure if it can block out a football game, it, could, yeah, or it NAS- should be able to take care of oh, CBS, yeah. no this is problem. Like child's play. Yeah, if it'll, if it'll block out NASCAR, I think we're all right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, so let's talk about some of the, uh, some of the things you've written. So um, I write about disruptive innovation, okay. and um, a gigaflop is a measure of compute power. It's doing yep. a billion transactions in one second, okay? Yep. And in 1961, the cost of a gigaflop was $153 billion on mainframes. In uh, 2019, it was one penny. Uh Uh-huh. Wow. So what that means is compute (laughs) power is basically free, right? And it means all sorts of new business models open up. So Uh what we've just been talking about, micro EJ, you know, in your earbud, um, like this smartphone of mine is a thousand dollar smartphone and it has more compute power than ibm's deep blue yep supercomputer that beat gary kasparov at chess it does. right now soup you know the supercomputer that beat kasparov deep blue was a hundred million dollar project right yeah this is a thousand dollars and right. i carry it in it's, my hip pocket right so I'm, it means that all sorts of things become possible that were never possible before exactly yeah because i mean Today, you know, you talk about you know the the cost of a, a gigaflop. Let's talk about the fact that the the Xbox Series X, <laughs> stupid name, and the PlayStation Five are are rating in teraflops. Yeah, whoa, which really? is a thousand of those exactly. So, and even and even that is ten dollars. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> At that penny a penny a giga. It's, we're talking 10 bucks. It That's is. Ridiculous. So it's putting, it's changing entire business models, right? For sure. Because when compute power is free, so I don't know if you've used uh, Google Translate, but mm-hmm. I travel a lot for my work. I speak at a lot of conferences. And, uh, you know, I'll be in Shenzhen, China, and I don't speak uh, any Mandarin or any Cantonese. Sure. Um, and my cab driver doesn't speak any English. So I can speak into this in English, and he will understand what I am saying. Mm-hmm. And similarly, he can speak back. So, you know, we saw in Star Trek uni- universal Tra- real-time translators, yep. right? Built right into the communicators. Right? Yeah. And we thought, wow, that's science fiction. Well, science fiction is becoming reality with all this technology. It yeah, becomes Gene science Rodden, fact. Racket, Gene rapidly. Roddenberry was a visionary. Well, and For sure. <laughs> And, you know, it came out years ago that, of course, the developers of the flip phone were inspired by Star Trek. Even there's some technology right here behind us um, that's like home exercise technology where you're laying down on a sled with a VR helmet. And I took a video the other day and stopped and I was like, anybody else remember Lawnmower Man? Like, Mm. this is actively the game that they were playing in Lawnmower Mm -hmm. Man in 1991. 
They yeah. were laying down on a bed with VR helmets on, chasing through rings. The exact yeah, same thing. Sure. That was 1991. Now, I want to give you, VR has come to such a point we can use it for health purposes. Yeah. So if you have had third-degree burns, God forbid, mm -hmm. you're in chronic pain, and we can do a couple things. You know, we can give you drugs, uh, that, or you can put on a VR headset and watch penguins on blue icebergs, and that will take away your pain. Yeah. Because your mind is thinking cold, blue ice. Yep. The o ocean, Antarctic what? Ocean, not only and penguins, and your mind will not be experiencing the pain that you would not be that you would be experiencing if you didn't have the VR headset on. Absolutely, and at the same time, with that immersive technology, it behind the music, behind the soundtrack, you can embed brain waves like eight hertz, things like that, that have been shown in medical studies and burn wars to actively help healing faster. Uh, help stop pain, sure. all that kind of stuff. And, on and the, the integration of all this is yeah. crazy. And it's on awesome. The, on the other side, at another conference we were at earlier in the year, we saw um, a company that had developed a, a VR system that could take an MRI and replicate the human being in VR so a doctor could practice a surgery to Brilliant. avoid the oddities of each human body in VR Yep. A day, two days before the actual surgery to try and avoid some of the, the pitfalls that you don't know until you're inside. It is so cool. <laughs> yeah. I want to share with you one last thing. Yeah. So sure. We all know about Uber, Uber sure. and Lyft. I want to give you a staggering fact. Uber is worth more than every taxi cab company in North America added together. Mm -hmm. Yep. And so while taxi cabs collectively own billions of dollars of assets in the form of uh, taxis and limos, mm -hmm. Uber doesn't own a single vehicle. Right. Now, if you stop people on the show floor and say what's innovative, they'll tell you something. But 75% of the answers will be about a product, right? Yeah. But product only gives 10% of the value in an ecosystem of value. Sure. 90% is in four other areas, one of which is business model innovation, yes. which we'll just talk about. So yeah. if we have perfected delivering people from A to B with an app, and we call it Uber, could we deliver burgers from point A to point B? Sure. Let's call it Uber Eats. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It did $6 billion of business. In other words, I'm not saying how do I make my taxis better. I'm saying, how do we tweak get, our business model? If I can, how do we create a business model to get something from A to B, and I don't care what that thing is, yeah, because yeah. because Uber does uh, logistics, yeah. right? In the exact same thing, short uh, New York and here in Vegas, they do short distance. Uh, uh, what a bicycle courier yeah. would do? So let's call it Uber Courier. Yeah, yeah. Could we do liquor? You Uber could, liquor. You oh, could that'd use, be popular, eh? Even, even better. Oh, you could, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. How about Uber weed? Oh, that'd be a good one, eh? They, oh, yeah. They have so, that. <laughs> they have that. They have a few services <laughs> like that. Right? So here's the thing. If I'm working at business model innovation, I'm yeah. not thinking about my product. Right. You know, product, I'm thinking about... A product will come out of a business model tweet or twist. Yeah. So companies not need to innovate not just on their yeah. product, but on their business model. The way That's they right. think about That's right. the world. Like, like Uber Logistics, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like, 
you could absolutely just sell the metadata of how long it takes these cars to go down this street True. on this day. True. You know? And, and you could, you and could sell all of that. And all of a sudden, so. how about Uber public transit? Yeah. Sure. Um, there's a... Uh, a small municipality north of where I live that's using Uber as its public transit. Mm. They're too small to afford the buses and the, sure. you know, the... Interesting. And so yeah. they subsidize every Uber ride, a $1.50 a ride. Huh. And it's all about the data because when I'm picked up at my home and I'm wanting to go here, it knows there's motion. somebody else yeah, here. Exactly. Now, it's like a bus. I have to have somebody else on the car with me. Yeah. But I get to where I'm going faster than I would be taking a bus over here and then here another here bus here over here. there. That's right. It's and direct. And less traffic yeah, because of it. And less traffic. Cool. And I'm not waiting yeah. at a bus stop for 30 minutes when it's minus 20. Yeah. I'm from yeah. Canada. Eight. Got no so. kidding. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we let you go, how can people find out more about you and the things you're up to? So uh, you can follow me on Twitter, at Jim Harris. You can go to my website, which is uh, www.jimharris.com. I'm on LinkedIn. Um, what else? Is I, uh, Facebook, I'm capped at 5,000. You know, I've left <laughs> it as a personal page. Sure. But I feel you can for follow you. me on like, Facebook, oh, I guess. True, true. Yeah. So well, thanks uh, so much for coming so and talking great, to us. Scott. Absolute so great, pleasure. Chris, Absolute being on pleasure, your show. Jim. And uh I'll share it out and uh, look forward to being on the show next year. Sounds Absolutely. good. Absolutely. Yeah, you guys go regular. to Mobile World Congress over in Barcelona, Spain? Uh, uh, we don't, but uh, Tom's Guide and uh, Laptop Mag do, and they're, uh, they're kind of partners of ours. Okay, so. if you can flip me their uh, emails, that would be great. It's been so great to be on your show. Yeah, fantastic. Okay, Absolutely. have a great day. It. You too. Take care. Enjoy the rest of CES. <laughs>